Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, that's how we're going to do it every single time. Little Earth, Wind & Fire to get you started. Earth, Wind & Fire, good for the soul. We can all use a little soul food from time to time. You know what else I could have used, Joel? Some damn candy. When I left, after my first show of the day, to run out and do a bunch of errands and things of the such, the thing was full with Snickers and Twix and everything else, and I'm like, that's perfect. When I come back, I'll have the little pick-me-up I need, you know, grab a couple of those little Twixes and a couple of those Snickers. And whoever it is, they cherry-picked all that candy out of there. The only thing that's left is those, 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 those lifesavers or whatever they are. Joel, that was very rude of all the people that work here between 2 and 6 to clean out all of the good candy. Were you one of them? Did you have some of those Twixes and some of those Snickers? Not me. Not, Not you. You know what I'm talking about, though? That jar that's out there on the front, right? Oh, yeah. It's all lifesavers now. Who the hell eats those? When I was a little kid, I used to like lifesavers a little bit, but nobody eats lifesavers now. Why would we eat lifesavers now at this stage of our life? Makes no sense. So I won't be having a pickup. I guess I could go to the machine, but of course, if you go to that machine, it costs you $9,000 because they... Uh, they put the extra little fee on, you know, if you use your card. I guess I could go get a Snickers there. Or I could just say, basically, I don't need candy to be a pick-me-up. I'll go back there and raid uh, Philipponi's Volk Energy uh, uh, box. He's got a stash back there somewhere. It's got to, right? The hell. Anyway, Steelers obviously draft this week. We're going to talk to Ray Fittipato about it. We've got Brian Batko and, you know, uh, Noah Howes actually had a pretty cool experience. He was up at Izzy Abendicanda's uh, place. Um, and, of course, he didn't get picked Friday night, but he did get picked Saturday. And uh, I think, you know, if you read the story and everything else that Noah wrote, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool experience, actually, if you think about it. 
So we'll get his vantage point on that. Um, there was a, a golf event this uh, last weekend. So that gives us an excuse, Joel, at 10 o'clock to have our guy, Joe Lenowski, on. Always fun when he comes on. And the Kentucky Derby is this week. Which means we're going to have my guy, Anthony Jazz. Anthony Jaskolski. He used to work for Horse Racing Nation. Still a horse aficionado. He's going to give us a little bit of handicapping action. On top of uh, the uh, everything else, he's going to give us a little handicapping action. Joel, I got to be honest with you. I, I one of the one of the uh, one of the one of the uh, errands I had to run was I stopped real quick at the casino to put in a bet for tonight, and I'm just reading now. Joel Embiid has been ruled out. Needless to say. That's not good for the bet that I put in. I mean, he's been he's been listed. Down, there was pessimism about him playing all weekend and yeah, throughout last there, week. There was, but I don't know. I I don't know what I was thinking. I just kind of felt like the Sixers going to steal Game One here. I just feel like they're going to steal Game One. I'd feel better if I took the points. The points were like nine, but I took them on the money line. Why not? I guess if that's your gut feel. Can't blame you for doing that, right? Right, but if I'd have known for a fact that Embiid was out, I wouldn't have done it. It's uh, it's one of those things where I would tell you it is not a good, uh, not a good feeling when you put your bet in. Does that ever happen to you, Joel? You put your bet in, and then like ten minutes later, you look online or something, and you see like a key player that you hadn't really counted on being out is yeah. out. That's been brutal. Yeah, it's like, oh, I wish I had this piece of information. Otherwise, I would have, you know, could have been spent elsewhere, I guess. Yeah. Now you have to hope for almost a miracle at that point. Right. That's just the way. That, that's the whole point. It's uh, That's the whole point is if you ask me. Um, I think it's just one of those situations where uh, I feel like – I still feel like the Sixers going to win tonight, Joel. Maybe that's the fan of me. At any rate, um, we've got to just kind of figure all this other stuff out from time to time. Now, we were talking about uh, the Steelers draft. And the thing I'll tell you is I'm not sure what I could really add to what's already been said for three days about it. Other than to say... If you're of the opinion that they, you know, they got, you know, all these studs and everything else, I would tell you to call your Jets. I think the best thing you can say about the Steelers draft is on paper. It looks like they address their needs. If that's what you, if that's what it takes to earn an A from these draft gurus, I'm all for giving you an A. But I don't know how you can, you know, grade a draft before any of these guys actually play a game. So to me, when I look at this draft, I say, well, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. When you really look at it, did they fill needs? Yes. Did they get guys 
who, you know, people for the most part thought they were going to be, um, you know, people for the most part thought they were going to be, uh, you know, good players or whatever. Yes. But that's about the only thing you can say. Nobody knows how good Joey Porter's going to be. You know, just nobody knows how good uh, how good any of the guys they drafted are going to be. You know, I, I, I mean, that's just reality until they actually start playing. Do I think Broderick Jones looks like he's going to be a good player? Yeah, of course I do. Do I think Joey Porter fits what they're looking for? Yeah, and of course, Darnell Washington looks like a beast. But you've got to take a look at the draft, and overall, you got to take a look at what it actually means a few years down the road. That's what I would tell you. Because to me, the day after, or whatever, I don't know. I just feel like it's 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 fun. It's easy to talk about and all that other stuff, but it can be kind of, it can be kind of silly. So let's do this, Joel. I'm going to go to 2019, 4 years ago. 4 years ago, the Steelers draft. Here it is right here. What do you think the grade on the Steelers draft was in 2019? I'm going to guess C minus. A minus. A minus. A minus for day one, A minus for day two, B for grade day three, overall grade A minus. Devin Bush was your first pick that year. Probably C minus at best. Deontay Johnson, B, right? We'll give him a B. He's been okay. Justin Lane was your third pick. Has that guy ever started a game for them? I don't think he ever started a game for them. Maybe. They've been on special teams. Yeah, but... maybe, maybe. Benny Snell football was number four. Zach Gentry, who's is what he is. Sutton Smith. Isaiah Bugs. I don't even think he he he's, he hasn't been with the team for a couple years, right? He's somewhere else, right? Ulysses Gilbert and Derwin Gray. That was the draft that got an A minus. Coming up, we're going to talk to Ray Fittipaldo about it all as ninety three seven the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Steelers are uh, done drafting like everybody else. We'll see what happens. Um... Joining us now from the Post-Gazette is Ray Fittipaldo. Ray's on the Nemecolon hotline. Uh, Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests. By the way, it's 625 also. It's a good time to review your auto and home insurance with the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. Uh, Ray, I was just having a little bit of fun with how meaningful the day-after-draft grading system is. Um, uh, Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. I I, I guess everyone does it, but uh, I mean, honestly, Paul, you need what two, three years to really figure out who did well and who well, didn't. I think. Well, I I pulled out the 2019 draft, right, which would be guys that have played four years. Okay. This was the draft: Devin Bush, Deontay Johnson, Justin Lane, Benny Snell, Zach Gentry, Sutton Smith, Isaiah Bugs. Ulysses Gilbert and Derwin Gray. You're going to tell me I gave him an A. Please don't. No, 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 not you, not you. I would never do that to you. I pulled out, but I pulled out a uh, mock draft from Chad Reuter on NFL.com, and uh, well, he gave that draft an A. <laughs> <laughs> and who was the only one? Oh, well, Gentry's still here, so Johnson and Gentry are the only guys who got second contracts. So there and, you go. And, and yes, and, and Zentry was a one. What wasn't it a one? Yeah, I think he's basically playing for the vet minimum this year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, it's just one of those things that uh, happened. Um, so that's why, even though I enjoy, even though I kind of enjoy the uh, draft grades, I always kind of laugh because it just says. It's always important uh, to remember that you don't know until they start playing, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's um, trying to figure out if uh, 20, 21, 22-year-old young men can uh, project to the NFL is a hard thing. I mean, these teams, the resources that they spend on this, I mean, probably upwards of millions of dollars when you talk about travel, to pro days, combine, senior bill, uh, flying these guys in for top 30 visits. And yet, as you mentioned, Paul, 
if you bat two for nine or two for eight, whatever they were for that draft, um, that's probably about average. You know, some years you have years like 2017 where you get T.J. Watt and Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner and Cam Sutton, and that's, that's a great draft. But there are a lot of other years, you're right, where it's less than inspiring. And uh, I don't know. You know, I, I tend to think Omar did pretty well in his first draft. But, again, um, check back in, what, 2027. We'll see how it went. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing, as you see after three or four years. I saw a stat, uh, Ray, the other day that 32% of first-round picks will get past their fourth season. That's it. With the same team or they'll be out of the league? They'll be out of the NFL. Yeah, that's crazy. After their first contract is up. Yep. Which tells you 32%, which tells you that, you know, as, as good as these guys are in terms of drafting and whatnot, at the end of the day, uh, the reality is you just never know. I mean, Paul, look at last year. Um, every team went through seven rounds. And then there's a guy like Jalen Warren who comes here for a rookie minicamp, and he has a great spring. And then he follows that up with a great summer, and then he ends up being your number two running back. And you could make an argument until Najee Harris – showed some life late in the season that Jalen Warren was your best running back last year. So, you know, it, it's crazy how guys fall, you know, uh, fall through the cracks. Um, it happens every year. I think with that stat, I think it goes first round, second round, third round with the percentages. And then it's actually undrafted free agents, I think, that's pretty high on that list. It, it's it's um, crazy how many undrafted free agents end up making teams and making teams at the expense of fourth fifth sixth and seventh round picks yeah i mean i think that's the that's the thing uh it's uh it's just interesting to me how it all sort of works together um so now you look at this draft ray i mean a lot of people seem to be pretty high on it what are your thoughts yeah i thought omar did a really good job of filling their needs you know we've been talking for three months about um the top three needs being o-line d-line and corner and they went out and address those with their first three picks. So, um, you know, it was p- pretty telegraphed on their part, but they, they went out and did that. And uh, they got Broderick Jones in the first round. Um, I think in time he's going to be a good left tackle in this league. People got to remember, Paul, he's a redshirt sophomore, okay? He's basically started 19 games in his career. So there's still a lot of uh, learning and, and growing to do. So I, I think people have to be patient with that pick. But then you get to, you know, the other guys. Joey Porter Jr. has got a lot of um, uh, experience at Penn State. Keanu Benton, um, tons of experience. Uh, He's a senior, so he played four seasons at Wisconsin and played a lot there. So, you know, when when you break it down and when you look at what they got and what the value of those guys were based on the draft boards, um, you know, I think it's good. And we haven't even – gotten to Darnell Washington yet. Darnell Washington was a guy most people had going in the second round and then do some to some medical issues. He falls down to near the end of the third round and, and the Steelers get him and uh you know I think that's great value. So again, Paul, we'll we'll see. Hopefully Darnell Washington can stay healthy. But you know, if he does, I, I think that could turn out um, you know, to be in one of the better uh draft picks in this draft for the Steelers. 
Yeah, I, I like, um, I, I, the, you know, the tight end, Darnell, what's his name, Darnell Washington. The thing I wonder is and worry about is, I mean, his, he, is his injuries, are they going to be something that keep him from really becoming the player they think he can be? Well, I mean, some teams were concerned that, you know, just how big he is, that he is eventually going to have some serious knee injuries. But from what he told us on Saturday, there was one uh, knee surgery in college, but it was basically a cleanup surgery to uh, get some cartilage out of there. Um, you know, the other stuff like was uh, knee swelling, which I guess teams were concerned about. So, you know how these these teams look at it. You know, they, they have to project, you know, is this guy – a second contract player? Is he going to be healthy enough four years down the road for us to sign him again? Or maybe he's only a one contract guy. So I, you know, I think when you see guys fall down boards the way he did, you know, maybe the assumption is that he's just going to be a one contract guy. But again, Paul, if this guy could be a great blocker for you for four years and that's all you get out of him, and you get him with the 93rd pick in the third round. um, I don't know if that happens. I think I would take it. No question, no question. But it's just whenever you see somebody sort of slide like that, you wonder. You know, you just wonder if if uh, people know <clears throat> something we don't. Yeah, and I I agree. I I think some teams are probably more um, you know by the book on some of those evaluations. And I'm I'm sure the Steelers had some guys that they crossed off their boards for medicals, but obviously for the Steelers. Um, you know, they, they, they did draft him, so it, um, they might have had a red flag on him, but it wasn't um, enough of a red flag for them to take him off their draft board entirely. Yeah, um, that's the thing about it. Um, any of those last couple of picks that intrigue you or anybody that they signed in, the, in you know, undrafted free agency? Yeah, I, I think the fourth-round pick and the first seventh-round pick, Corey Trice, cornerback out of Purdue, seventh-round pick, Nick Herbig, fourth-round pick out of Wisconsin. Herbig is a guy, you know, the Steelers desperately needed a, a number three outside linebacker. You know, I don't know if Nick Herbig can grow into that role as a rookie, um, but uh, I, I think he's going to get every opportunity to, to prove that he can, might be able to do that. Um, and he's a guy who produced at Wisconsin, played from the day he arrived. Now, he's not a great tester at the combine. You know, he's not a, a freak athlete like like you see a lot of the times, but very productive in, in, in the Big Ten. So I think he's a guy that has some potential. Again, we'll see if he's number three in, in 2023 or if he needs a little bit of time. And then with Corey Trice, um, Jr., um, you know, that's a pick where it's kind of like a trend, not only for the Steelers, but for the NFL, getting these big 6'2", 6'3", press man corners who can disrupt guys at the line of scrimmage. Now, Trice had some injury issues as well. A lot of people had mid-round grades on him. He fell to the seventh round. So, you know, that's a little bit like Washington, right? You know, we'll have to see how, how uh, you know, his health goes throughout his career. But um, he's the guy who's got the measurables, and he played a lot um, at Purdue as well. So um, that's another guy to keep an eye on here. I, I don't think, you know, if, if Trice is healthy and he projects to what um, they think he can be, Probably not good news for James Pierre, and it might not be good news for Akella Witherspoon either. Right. I mean, I think that's the thing, if you ask me. Uh, um, Put it this way, Ray, they've brought a lot of guys in, you know, at a lot of different positions, which means some guys are probably going to have to go. Oh, I mean, not only the defensive back room, but 
look at the uh, defensive line room. I mean, they got like 11 or 12 guys there, and they only keep, I think, six or seven, you know, given the year. So, yeah, they, they signed a lot of defensive linemen, too. Um, they obviously drafted another one in Benton. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of guys fighting for jobs here once they gather for spring practices. And then, of course, the main, um, you know, the, the, the main theater will be training camp up at Latrobe. That's where, that's where the real dubs will be won. Yeah, no question about it. Um, <clears throat> the question I did have is uh, with respect to their offensive line, what, what, how, if I had to say, put look in your crystal ball, what is going to be the starting five on, on the first weekend of the season? Uh, Paul, that's tough because I just got done talking about Broderick Jones, and I, I don't think they're going to want to rush him. Um, I, I think he's going to start as a rookie, but I don't know that it's going to be on opening day. So I think it's 50-50. It'll be Broderick Jones or Dan Moore Jr. at left tackle. No, I think the rest is pretty much set. You, you got Isaac Sayamalu at left guard, Mason Cole at center, James Daniels and Chuksakor for on the right side there. And then you got again they, they greatly improved their depth over the off season too. You brought in Nate Herbig, who I think is going to be a big upgrade over J.C. Hassenauer as the main backup in the interior. And uh, you know they, they've added some other guys. You know, Raven Clark uh, replaces Trenton Scott, so. They think they got better up front, but again, you know, we'll find out once the games start. But I, I, I can tell you, the Steelers feel very strongly um, inside that building that they um, they upgraded at several positions on that offensive line. Well, Ray, I appreciate you jumping on and uh, and and breaking it down. And I guess next up for you is rookie minicamp in a couple of weeks, right? Rookie minicamp. I think it's scheduled for Mother's Day weekend, but they haven't announced that yet. So. Yep, that's that's the next, uh, next thing on the agenda, Paul. All right, my man. That's Ray Fittipato. Thanks, Ray. See you. That is Ray Fittipato, the Post-Gazette. Twitter brought to you by Southfields Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southfieldsjeep.com. It's the Paul's Eye Show on 93.7 The Fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, you know, you're going to be shocked to find this one out, Joel. But Antonio Brown's rookie season as a team owner hasn't hasn't exactly gone smoothly. Right? Does that shock you? He's the owner of the Albany Empire of the National Arena League. I forgot about that. Yes. Well, this story doesn't seem to uh, be going very well. And uh, it's a story of, here you go, ready? The Albany Empire haven't paid players or coaches since April 21st. (laughs) One thing Antonio Brown was always good for, not paying his tab. So we shouldn't be shocked. Let's see. Coach Damon Ware confirmed the lack of payment and said Monday he's left the team. 
So the coach basically said, the hell with it. You ain't going to pay me. I'm gone. Smart move. Where, along with wide receiver Darius Prince, quarterback Sam Castronova, lineman, blah, 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 were among the Empire personnel who did not receive room keys for the team's hotel in Albany. The acting team president said they have been suspended from the team. <laughs> Prince, last season's most valuable player, currently has a league leading 10 touchdowns. No one received direct deposits on April 28th ahead of Sunday's game, and the team played at Carolina Cobras without pay. <laughs> team also posted to Instagram that it was looking for a head coach, wide receiver, defensive back lineman, and backup quarterback. You got any eligibility left, Joel? I think they, you could fill one of those roles for them. Where is the second head coach to leave the team this season? <laughs> Following the departure of Tom Maness, who won two titles, Maness was let go just before the season started. Um, yes. Brown uh, apparently is not doing very well. There's also al other uh, allegations of uh, missed paychecks, and total turmoil uh, with some of the other players. They're in the fourth game, and they have to scramble to replace some of the best players in the league. So, anyway. This guy that wrote the story said, I was pretty sure Brown was going to be a bad owner, but I never ima imagined in my wildest dreams anyone was capable of being this bad. Why would anybody think it was going to be anything but a disaster? Can I ask you a question, Joel? And I mean this in all sincerity. How many more times does A.B. have to screw the pooch and screw it up completely before people say, this guy just is never going to get it? There, Why? Well, go ahead. There had to have been so many red flags in the first <laughs> place before, you know, electing to become such a top executive of this team. I don't understand it. It's like people keep trying to convince themselves. Okay, he's now screwed up for the last time. This time he's coming back. He's learned his lesson. He's going to do it the right way. Why does anybody think that? For me, it was the whole thing with Tom Brady. Here's a guy that saved your career, gave you a chance to come back into the league, helped you win. A, I mean, basically got you a Super Bowl ring. And you screwed him over. And then, two years later, you're putting pictures up of, of, of his wife, insinuating that you screwed his wife, too. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? It's unbelievable. Antonio Brown, you know, is, is, is the classic example of a guy who everybody is around him. They even know they know he's going to screw them. They know he's a bad character. They know he's a bad guy with a bad track record. Everybody around him still thinks he's going to get it right this time. And when he gets it right, he's going to hit the lot. It's going to be like a lottery ticket, right? It's never happening. This guy's got to go. I mean, he's, it's just. So, you know, he buys this team in the, in the arena league. I'm reading this story saying, how could anybody 
have thought this was going to end up any way other than it did. I mean, it just is, it's absolutely ridiculous. You give him that much control of a team and, and, and who knows, who knows what's going to happen. You never know what you're getting yourself into with this. Well, you right. do know what yourself, you do know what you're getting into. You just don't know how bad it could be. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It's like all these families, you know, all these, all these owners that had Antonio Brown on their team, they have to know, they have to know that, you know what? They got what they deserve when they let Antonio Brown buy into that league. That's all there is to it. I didn't find it hilarious. The headline, Antonio Brown's rookie season as a team owner. Coaches fired, star players suspended, missed paychecks, and turmoil. It was never going to end any other way for Antonio Brown in this league, in this venture. He's just not capable of doing the right things. He's not capable of acting the right way. He's not capable at all of actually uh, following through on the things that he says. He's just always going to be a guy who's a total, total, total train wreck. And again, probably the best receiver of all time for the Steelers. One of the best receivers, one of the three or four best to ever put on a uniform in the entire league, in the history of the league. You want to tell me Rice is better? Okay, it's probably hard to argue any other way. So Jerry Rice is better, maybe Moss. Okay, that's about where the list of receivers that were better than Antonio Brown should probably begin and end. And guess what? He should be in the Hall of Fame. Ahead of Heinz Ward, by the way. So I say that, and the only reason I say that is because I'm one of the few people who can compartmentalize things. I can say the guy's a dingling, and he's not a good human being, and he's caused a lot of his own problems, and also say he's an incredibly talented football player who I enjoyed watching play football when he was at his best. But either way, what did, the, what did the Arena League think they were signing up for when they let him buy into the league and become a team owner? What did you think was going to happen? I'm surprised it took, what, four or five games or whatever it is. I'm surprised it took that long before all this nonsense happened. And, 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 and so, to me, you know, you get what you deserve. You know, you lie down. What is it that what you you lie down with the dogs and you get fleas? Isn't that the isn't that a, a saying? I'd say so. Right. Texas on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy SUV. Come check out Trailblazer Equinox and all the new redesigned twenty twenty four tracks. Online at sunchevy.com. Tonight, cloudy showers, low 37. More showers, colder. Mid to high 40s. It's the Paul Zay Show. Coming up, we've got Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette, to give us a little bit of bucko talk. You got bucko fever? Got bucko talk. It's 93.7 The Fan. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 